Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. So I was looking at Eddie's Instagram, and he paid his kids for how well they did at their basketball game. Incentives, I like to call them. Okay. Yeah. So do you still have your incentive sheet? Uh, it's on my Instagram. See, see, here's the thing, though. I, I posted my younger son's. This is his, and then the older one, his is different, less less value because he shoots more and he's a little better. Okay, so this is the younger son. My foster kids, yeah. Who, okay. Uh, how much oh for a steal? Oh, my goodness. Okay, so for a steal, 25 cents. A nice quarter for a steal. Oh, okay. How much for a block? A quarter. Okay. For a shot taken? 25 cents because he's really small. He doesn't take a lot of shots, and he's really scared to take shots because everybody's bigger. Shots made? Shots made, $1. How many points has he made so far? Zero. So I figure like a dollar, it's good. To win the game? Five dollars. Boys, we're 0 and 5 now. Like, let's win a game. So five dollars, boys, if we take that W, it's yours. And so how much did you have to pay out per kid? Per kid? So this one right here was a dollar twenty-five. Oh. So yeah. they didn't win the game. Not didn't win the game. Got a lot of steals, got a lot of blocks, but and maybe a couple of rebounds in there. Because I did add rebounds later. People were hitting me up on social media saying like, they were. you gotta like do rebounds and passing stuff. So assistant rebounds was on there as well. But a dollar twenty five for this guy. No shots taken. Uh, no man, he's too small. Like really, it's like he's too small. And then when he gets the ball, everybody just hovers around him, and he, it's impossible. So I might even bump his up to five dollars a shot taken. Oh, he's gonna time. launch. You <laughs> me? Yeah. If I got the ball, I'm throwing it behind, over my head, behind yeah. whatever it takes. Yeah. So hey, this idea came up. It came up like on Saturday morning. He had a, they had a double header coming in. I'm just like, I need to do something to kind of get him pumped for the game because really they're losing lots of games and they're just their self esteem, their confidence is low. So I'm like, all right, let's ta- let's make some money. Let's bump it up. I think it worked. Do you think they played better because of the incentives? Yes. How did your other son do? Did he make money? Uh, yes. He made like $5. But all, a lot of them on the attempts. Like he turned into a ball hawk. Oh, he just started shooting. Yeah, yes. you, of course. So, so yeah. I, I so lo- now he's focused on himself making money and yeah, not focused exactly. on the team. Yeah, yeah, that one backfired on me. <laughs> so I'm going to have to readjust his scale a little bit. because And so they, they sub every like, you know, three minutes. So he'd go in, do the three minutes. And then he would run from the bench all the way to me in the stands and be like, did you get all my shots? I took 10 shots there. Did you get them down? I'm like, get back to your team. I got the stats. Just go. But it, yeah, it was bad. He was taking too many shots. Did he score at all? Uh, he scored three times. Okay. Yes. Good. Lots of blocks, lots of rebounds. The dude dominated. I think I need to change his lower and then bump my foster sons a little higher just to even them out a little bit because I may go broke. Just keep so you're going to continue this. Like, this is going to be a regular thing. I don't thing. hate it. Yeah, I don't hate Thanks, it. Thanks, Bones. Well, I'm curious to see what. I just feel like it could end up backfiring on you. And I don't know. I mean, maybe Scuba Steam needs to get like a parenting expert and we get their opinion because I don't know. Because I'm like, okay, should, should parents do this? Or is this like not setting a good precedent? Can we for- get a parenting expert on oh, Scuba Steam? Yeah, right, here we go. Just to That's help what every parent us. wants an expert yeah. to tell them how to parent. <laughs> well, the, Eddie, if anything, they may offer insight to like, hey, yeah, you can do that, but this is what you're. Cre- the expectation you're creating yeah. like hey it's up to you because I'm I'm in the same boat like no judgment here I'm just trying to figure out parenting as well but I I saw that and was like oh <laughs> like, whoa I I don't know that that's the the best way to go but maybe we I could learn something and what do you think I thought reminding my grandma she gave me a dollar and a there you go my whole life were you Even- motivated by that dollar or you I think were self-motivated anyway I like the dollar yeah who doesn't we- I mean, I don't think the dollar motivated me, but I was going to make A's anyway, and I just loved to be rewarded for my A's because nobody cared about my grades. It wasn't like anybody was like, hey, look at you. You made all A's again. 
Nobody gave a crap. Yeah. But but those dollars to me were one, I could go, you know, buy a new shirt or some candy. And also it was recognition for the fact that I was making good grades. I think the diff the I don't know, I feel like it's different. You had some self motivation. I worry about that. I worry about with my kids, Eddie. Like I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong, but I worry about if I motivate with monetary incentives that like it's they're not going to be motivated for the right reasons. But I but I mean we were motivated through monetary incentives. Like, but not all families can give their kids money every time they pass a basketball. You can do a dot. Guys, you can do a penny a shot. Like anything. I think anything works. I think they were just excited that any money involved was good and they were going to try harder because at the end of the game it was like collection time. They're like, "All right, how much did I make?" And that's what exciting. What if you to paid them. them in hugs? No, no chance. <laughs> They'll be like, "All right, that's good. We'll lose the game." No Wait, problem. did you get paid as a kid for playing sports? No, I never did. Uh-uh. And did you still love playing sports? I did. I did. And people do have that argument, you know, like they should do it for the love of the game. But like, guys, I'm just trying to make it fun a little bit. I think you're, are you trying to make this like a betting you. thing? Yeah, I think oh. Eddie misses gambling yeah. is what it is. Oh. There's He's no like, gambling over in the basketball. Yeah, We're yeah. starting to bet over under on his kids and <laughs> how many points they have. Yeah. I did start to hit up some of the dads on the stands and be like, you guys want to bet on this game? Like, it'd be kind of fun. Oh my god, <laughs> Nobody wants to do it. They still haven't won. Still haven't won, man. How mm-hmm. bad do they lose? By like 20, 30. And they're small. That's a lot of points to lose by. Yeah. Some of these other teams, they just have, like, ballers. I'm I'm convinced there's some politics going on on this picking teams. Oh, there know? always is, of course. So, oh, yeah. so, so I feel like we got stuck in, not that my kids are way better than some of the other players on their team, but our team's just, they're, they're not even friends. They don't really know each other. And some of these other teams, I mean, you can tell these kids grew up with each other. They all know their names. They pass, Jimmy, over here. Like, I'll see you tonight. Like, well, that kind of camaraderie. I was on those teams. Like you're talk, like your kids are as a kid. It was like the people who didn't know anybody all got put on a random team. Yes. And if you had a group of six or so, they, they would usually keep them together. And those six had played forever and had gotten good together. Right. But yeah, I think that's normal. What you have to do is get your kids in. I know. That's why I keep telling my wife. I'm like, hey, when you're at school, like, kind of talk to some of the parents over there and see what. It's all about relationships. Yeah, I know. The world. I'm learning that. The world is all about relationships. Yeah. Uh, okay. Thought that was fun. Amy tells me that there's going to be a Yellowstone prequel. Yes. It's called like Y1883 or something. I am so. 1883. It's that far back, huh? Well, no, that's what it's called. I am hoping for all things in the world that it is not taking place in 1883. <laughs> it does. But that's the Wild West. I just saw this. It says the series follows the Dutton family as they embark on a journey west oh. of the Great Plains Ugh. toward the last bastion of untamed America. Well, what you want? I'm still excited. I still that's I a just, western. That is, yeah, man. That's what I thought for a year or a long time. Yellowstone was so I never watched it, even though my friends were like, "It's amazing." But I was like, eh, "Old westerns," but it's not. I love that it's up to date. So the prequel, I'm excited about it, but I may have to test out the waters. Here's a clip. I don't care if you live or die, but should you live, you tell them about me. No idea what just happened there, but me either. I'll watch it. Just mm-hmm. I like Yellowstone so much, and if it's the same people, I would imagine the sensibilities are the same. Yeah, I'll watch it to see if I like it. I'm pumped for Yellowstone to come back. Me Who too. watches Yellowstone? I. I did. Still trying to find it. It's okay, Bones. It is not. It's really good. <laughs> I don't think you, I didn't want to okay. like it. Listen, I didn't want to like it. Yeah. And I still really liked it. I just kept, you know, like, I worked the ranch a lot when I was growing up, and I, I just watched this stuff. I'm like, cowboys aren't like that. Like, Wait, Eddie, you A lot of comparison. No. Okay. Oh, I yeah. don't know what Eddie's ranch was I'll tell, I'll like tell you in right South now. Texas, but this is the first time I've ever heard Eddie say he worked on a ranch. <laughs> I did. So then also, to compare South Texas to Montana is Same very thing. different. Same thing. Cowboy's a cowboy. 
Cowboys a cowboy. Like these guys, like when they're all sitting in the room and like shooting the breeze or whatever, like being cowboys, like nobody does that. Like, get out. These guys are all ex- exhausted because they've been working all day. Did you even watch an episode? Yeah, I watched like oh, two seasons or a whole season. Oh. There's yeah. A lot, of, a lot of breeze shooting. A lot of yeah, breeds in it's that little a, house it's of theirs. It's a TV it's a, show. Okay. Um, speaking of Eddie, what? Eddie worked now? on a ranch. <laughs> I did, ever? guys. I mean, Bobby, that was the biggest <laughs> eye roll I've ever seen Bobby give. Wait, you did? You yeah. eye rolled at me? Nah. Okay. Why would you eye roll on that? I didn't. I just and looked at my papers. Like, I'm just what, tired. <laughs> also, too, I would like to say if you're contemplating checking out Yellowstone, Eddie's not accurately describing, like, if your takeaway cowboys. was that the cowboys hang out in their little house too much, like, that's not even what the show's about. According to Eddie, it is. Uh, Cowboys shooting the breeze. Shooting yeah. the breeze. Should, it playing be cards like, every night? Get out of like here. Yellowstone. Parentheses. <laughs> Cowboys shooting the breeze. Stop it. Uh, okay. Thank you. By the way, speaking of Eddie, I did hit him up last night during the game to see if he was eating pizza. He loves pizza. I love pizza. And Super Bowl Sunday? Come on, what do you eat? Pizza. And he, and he wasn't. He's sticking to his diet. I am. But that being said, I also read on the B-Team Facebook page that someone goes, I'm starting the Eddie diet today. Really? I think the Bones, they're seeing pictures of me and saying like, hey, wow, this is really working. I mean, why wouldn't it work? I'm not eating much. (laughs) (laughs) I saw you walk in today and you got kind of a tight hoodie on. Oh, yeah? And I saw you walk in and I thought, that's a dang fine guy right there. Seriously? Looking good. You keep saying that every time you see me. It makes me feel good. I'm always always impressed that you're eating a healthy diet. Thank you, man. How's your mood? Better. Why? Uh, could be better because I'm used to it. I don't know if I'm in a better mood or whatever, but this is just my life now, so I'm cool with it. Okay. My wife's not saying anymore, like, okay, you're in a bad mood again, so that's, I'm thinking that's a good sign. Unless she is also used, used to, to it. it. <laughs> Correct. Exactly. Let me encourage you guys to check out the Bobbycast because not only do we have Don McLean on, who wrote American Pie, but Scuba Steve comes on, and we kind of learn about him and his life. And I don't want to spoil it, but on tomorrow's show, there's a story that came from that podcast I was I was shocked by. We'll talk about it on tomorrow's show. But you can go ahead and hear it if you go listen to the Bobbycast. It was one of the – it was the most laughing I've done on that podcast in a long time. It was me, Eddie, and Scuba that Steve. That was good. So check out the Bobbycast. We probably talked for 45 minutes about Scuba Steve's life, our executive <laughs> producer. Get to know him. I was blown away with some of his stories. Uh, there's also a new episode of Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks, who's trying to be a pro bowler. What? Mm-hmm. That's not easy. Like, is he making a joke? Because those dudes are good. You know, I'd like to talk to Chuck. Yeah. I mean, that, no, that's his show. <laughs> Let's set up Chuck. I'd like to talk to him on the radio show about this. Okay. Because I'm so interested in, because his parents, I believe, are both pro bowlers. Oh, okay. So there's a chance. But I, I could be wrong. I feel like bowling is a sport with enough practice. Anybody can be a pro bowler. No, 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 no way. Have you watched those guys on Saturday mornings? Yeah, they it's just strike practice a lot. After strike. Yeah, because they practice strike. hours upon hours upon hours. I anybody could be a professional bowler. Anybody can bowl. They pra- I could be wrong. But I think Chuck's a really good bowler. And then he and his wife want to get into modeling. Huh. And I just need to talk to Chuck. Okay. But his podcast, you can it's hear this. Talk to Chuck. It's a really good podcast called Talk to Chuck with Chuck Wicks. So I hope you check it out. Get into it. Love it. I'm always looking for new podcasts. Okay, let me see if I have anything else. Um, play me voicemail number five last night, Raymundo. Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. I was just wondering what your favorite commercial was during the Super Bowl. Thanks. Have a great day. I got to tell you, I don't know that I remember that many. Mm. I remember the Cheetos one. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Funny. Where Mila Kunis. Did you steal my Cheetos again? <laughs> just tell him it wasn't you. But I caught you at the counter. It wasn't me. 
and Shaggy was in it. <laughs> I and love it. It was pretty good, yeah. right? Uh, that Again, I talk about it later about the halftime show. Everybody's like, man, the commercials sucked. No, they were good. But we have this unreal expectation that the commercial should be 100 times better. We are in the content-producing age. The fant- It's always good now. Commercials are just generally are viral, great. So you're going to see a bunch of them. They're going to spend more money on them, get more celebrities in them. But they're not going to be drastically different. Yeah. I mean, my take was just like some of them were just such downers. And I'm like, I don't know if that's what we need right now. We need funny and happy. Like, I get the serious social issues, but like... I want to laugh when I watch the Super Bowl. I'll research the social issues later. Like, no, you won't. No, you won't. See, that's sure no, you won't. No, you won't. One of my sure favorite I ones will. was you won't. The, <laughs> the oat milk. Bruce Springsteen oh. Jeep one. I'm like, Bruce, really? Oh, is that who that guy I'm was? Like, I'm like, you're in a Jeep, dude. It's ne- it's like negative two degrees outside. Put on a, the top on. What's I don't doing? know. I mean, it got my attention. Then I liked that at the end, it was like reunited states of America and like addressing a big issue of right now, we're not so united. So let's like, let's be different. Let's be better. Give me more. It wasn't me. The, uh, for you, okay, because you're going to research later. No, you're not. Sure. The Tide Pod ones was pretty good with Jason Alexander's face going through all the- That was funny. Let's see that one. Okay. And I didn't really watch it. Usually you'd be like, the commercials are on. Run to the TV. No, I was like, not eh, like I'm going to go pee. I actually went and took a shower at one point. <laughs> the Once Gwen the game Blake- got kind of out of hand, I was like, I'm going to go and take a shower. And so I missed part late in the third quarter and just knew, eh, I'm okay. As long as the Chiefs won by less than three, I won all my bets. If the- <laughs> Buccaneers won. I won all my yeah, bets. You're like shower time. So I was like, let's watch this crap. And my showers, bro- we have two bathrooms that are messed up. So we're using a, a third, and this shower's broken too. Like everything in my house is broken right Jeez, now. Man. It's like all at once. The whole thing's caving in. Um, all right. Did you like the Wayne's World one? Did you see that one? Didn't see it. Yeah, it's good. You like the Blake Shelton one? Yeah, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton and Adam Levine. That was really funny about a wireless commercial. Like, oh, what did she was trying to get set up on a blind date? It was really good. All right. Got that. It's just times that are changing, and us. All right, Dylan. Who got to sur- got to got to survive and thrive when Super Bowl halftime shows and commercials rocked? If you were before us, it wasn't that big of a thing. Seventies, eighty, it just really started to pop when we were. So now here we are, and we're running everything: media companies, owning social media companies, radio shows. You know, our age. So we're the ones complaining the loudest, and we have the biggest voices right now. But if twenty-two-year-olds going, it's never been that good for me. Yeah. Um, all right. There's a. Cops in Texas found 59 pounds of meth hidden inside ink toner cartridges during a traffic stop. Wow. Although I'm not sure if meth is more expensive than toner. Have you ever had to buy toner before? <laughs> oh, it's Toner's expensive. expensive. Yeah. Like they maybe they just took empty ones after people had used them. Yeah. Hopefully. But they seized 59 pounds of meth from a car traveling on I-10. The estimated street value was $2.7 million. Oh my goodness. That is a lot. A guy who bought 1.2 million lemons has or, now asked the internet what to do with them. But Lem- why did he buy lemonade, them? Lemonade, right? Well, that that's the question, right? <laughs> For um, A Reddit user posted that they found themselves with all these lemons because they were a little drunk when they bought them. <laughs> that's like my dad. So it says, help, I have a million lemons ready to be sold. And then he wrote the whole thing. He said, what should I, what should I do with them? That's a lot of lemons. It mm. is. What would you do with a million lemons? Although I buy like probably 15 to 20 limes a week. And my wife is always like, why do you buy You're never going to use them. And at the end of the week, I use them all. Somehow I'm figured out. Food? I, I put lime on everything. And then I do a lot of uh, sparkling water with lime. Yeah. I'm not even like a, a wedge of lime. I do a whole lime for every drink. So that is mostly where it goes to. Dang. 
Lime. Daddy, 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 Daddy Warbucks over here going hard no. on the citrus. 15 a month. A you week. go to the Mexican market, it's 10 for a dollar. Uh, we're out. Hope you enjoyed today's show. Mr. Bobby Bones on Instagram. Have a good day, everybody. Hello, friends. Welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Why don't we start with a friendly debate we were having at my house over the weekend? Brushing your teeth in the shower. Hmm. <laughs> one oh. of us do it, one of us don't. I don't brush my teeth in the shower. I have a whole dedicated space to brushing my teeth. It's <laughs> called the sink. Kaylin, however, brushes her teeth in the shower, spits in the drain. And I'm like, what kind of psychopath would brush their teeth in the shower? <laughs> You can walk out of the shower and brush your teeth. So that was the conversation. Then I bring it up to Amy. Guess what Amy does? I brush my teeth in the shower. What? what? Yeah, and my husband thinks it's crazy. He thinks it's disgusting. So does my daughter. She's the other one that has a problem with it. And I don't understand. It's so convenient. There's water all around you. You're brushing. You can multitask, brush, wash your legs, whatever. I just feel like with the teeth brushing, there needs to be a dedicated time and space for that. I don't uh-huh. want to get it mixed up with other parts of me I'm washing. <laughs> I take the brush and start no, working. You know, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do that. I don't want any confusion there. Or maybe as girls we get used to that because we sit with shampoo or conditioner in our hair for like a couple minutes. So that's probably when I started doing it because I was like, I'm just sitting here with this couple of minutes. Also hot water. I don't want to yes. brush my teeth with hot water. Ooh, I, I do. I know. You just told us you brush your teeth <laughs> in the shower. Yeah. And then you spit down the drain. I also floss in the shower. Yeah. Huh. What well, do you do with the floss? I wad it up in a ball and then I put it, and then I have to like go in and clean it out. But I know what? that part's a little gross huh. because the little wads of floss, you know, pile up in the little shelf in the shower. But I, I remove them <laughs> kind of like my hair, my uh, hair just balls. Raise your hand if you brush your teeth in the shower, Amy. You're the only That's one. It? You're the I'm the lover. only yeah, psychopath. Weird. Well, my wife does, and I think it's the oh, she does. Thing. Yeah, she. I had never heard of it before, and she started doing it, and I was like, "That is so disgusting and weird." And I just guess now that Amy and Caitlin do it, it must be a woman thing. Morgan no. doesn't do it. No, I don't do it. My wife doesn't. I do have it. never heard of that in my life, and it's gross. And she leaves her toothbrush sitting there right next to the bar of soap, and I'm like, "What? Uh, why?" The other debate that we had is, what do you call? It's not really a spider, and I don't want to say the name of it yet. What do you call the spider-like thing? And growing up in Arkansas, we had them everywhere. Oh, I got it. It's got like a little brown, and then it's got the big legs. Oh, yeah. Okay. The tail thingy? Huh? No, 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 no. Tail. It's got the, long, it's got the, leg, the legs, the big yeah, legs. Yeah, big it's legs. easy. Yeah, legs. So just say what you call that on the count of three. One, two, three. Daddy, Daddy long, long legs. legs. Okay. Okay, well, now that I know what animal it is, I say Daddy Long Legs. <laughs> I always called it Granddaddy Long Legs. No. Why? What? That kind of psychopath <laughs> does yeah, that. Granddaddy In Arkansas, long- they were always, hey, look at that Granddaddy Long Legs. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm, interesting. We put that up on TikTok as a debate, too. <laughs> and it was probably 60, 40 Daddy Long Legs, but there were a lot of people. There was 40. Yeah. Really? That called it something else? Granddaddy, or granddaddy Long Legs. <laughs> Huh. That's crazy. Never heard that. That's what we do. We sit around and we yeah. go, you do that? That's fun. weird. I That's do this. Fun. Luckily, they're just fun things right now. Right. Yeah. Um, we can put these polls up on our Facebook page. Two different ones. Give people something fun to talk about for a change. It's the Good News Countdown. 
Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, here we go. Quick hitters, all to make you smile. Number five. A McDonald's drive-thru wouldn't serve a guy and his kid because they didn't have a car. So a 12-year-old that was right in front of them in line who had ordered a Happy Meal got out of his car and gave that kid without the car his Happy Meal. Thought that was a pretty cool story. Number four. A dog followed an ambulance that transported their owner to a hospital. I mean, think about that. The dog chases the ambulance. That's like something you see in a book. Yeah, doesn't seem real life. Then the dog waited outside each day while their owner was in the hospital. Even when the family took the dog home, it ran back to the hospital. The determined dog returned to the hospital every single day. The owner was finally released last week, and obviously the dog was there waiting for him. Wow. My dog would not... As long as my dog was getting fed... And a little bit of ball, he's good. <laughs> he don't need me that much. That's an awesome story. I wish I had that dog. Number three. A guy in North Carolina was on his way to work when he hit two deer with this new car. He was so angry, he went straight home, got back in bed. But he woke up later. He checked his Mega Millions ticket. What? He won $2 million. <laughs> oh! oh. oh. <laughs> Forget about those deer. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> He now opened up a deer sanctuary. Oh. No, he did it. I'm kidding. <laughs> Number two. Two newlyweds have a lot to celebrate right now. They recently got married and got the vaccine. And you're wondering, how did that happen? Well, they're old newlyweds. She's 86. He's 90. Wow. <laughs> it's never too late. They <laughs> met in 2019. And then after the pandemic hit, they got married. And finally. Number one. I'm glad you said never too late, Eddie. Vince never received a high school diploma since he went to serve his country in the Korean War at age 17. Here he is receiving a letter informing him his diploma was now on the way. He picked it up last week, 70 years after leaving high school. You gotta be kidding me. Congratulations! (laughs) I hoped it was. Wow. Oh, crap. Oh, there you go. That was the Good News Countdown. All right, on the phone right now is Amber. Amber, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing pretty good. Where do you live? I live in Stevensville, Montana. All right, well, I'm super pumped you're on. I would like to give you a couple prizes if you can win this game called What's That Racket? Up for grabs, a $50 marathon gas gift card, and two items of crap in the back. Because we get sent so much promotional junk that one person's junk is another person's treasure. No, there's a lot of good stuff. I've seen it. Okay, so here we go. We're going to play What's That Racket? I'm going to play you a sound. This is a viral sound. And if anyone on the show can get it right, including yourself, you win the prize, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Here is the sound. All right. Oh, wow. Wow. What's that racket? You want to hear it again, or did that hurt too bad? I don't know, Bones. You wouldn't play a murder, would you? No. uh, (laughs) I mean, that sounded terrible. Uh, What's that racket? Here it is. Here it is again. Here you go. Can you name that racket? All right, fifty dollars up for grabs and two items of crap from the back. Lunchbox. What's that racket? That's a woman screaming. She's imitating something she sees. She's imitating an animal, but that's a woman. Okay. Amy? That's a bird. Eddie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going with bird too. Exotic bird somewhere in the jungle, like a toucan. <laughs> Amber, what is your guess? Well, I was definitely going to go with something like bird, but since those two guessed it, I'm going to go with something else to kind of boost my chances a little more. <laughs> um, I feel like it's some kind of 
squealing animal, some kind of squealing like dog or something maybe, or a rabbit. I don't know. A rabbit. Well, you get one of the two. Is it a rabbit or is it okay. a dog? I'm going to go with a rabbit. Okay. So I'm going to tell you this. Nobody's okay. right. Oh, oh, man. But <laughs> you, rabbit, two birds, and uh, what did Lunchbox say? I said a woman imitating an animal. a woman. Okay. It's not a rabbit. It's not a bird. <laughs> it's not a woman imitating an animal. Now, Amber, you can have one more shot here. Someone on the show gets one more guess for you. Which member of the show would you pick? Uh, me. Oh, boy. Um, I think I'm going to go with Eddie. All right, nice. Eddie, you know it's not a woman or a bird or a rabbit. No. You want to hear it again? I think I got it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, so remember that screaming goat? Oh, Kinda yeah. Kind of sounds like that screaming goat, maybe a different version of it, so I'm going to go goat. Good one. Oh, gosh. That's... I had not thought of Lunchbox, that. Lunchbox, you don't think that's it? No, I mean, that's not a goat. I mean, he's not going to play the The goat can't do multiple noises. The goat has one noise. He's not going to go find another goat that can do this. Get out. That's a terrible Usually goat. we hear a goat just go, but when we heard the screaming goat, we're yeah. like, I didn't know that noise can come out of a goat. What do you think, Lunchbox? If you're not going to say goat, what do you think it is? Uh, I'm going to say, man, I would say that's a monkey. Ooh, that's another good one. I go possum. Ooh. Like that, that's, that could be a monkey up in a tree when someone's trying to feed it a banana. Ah, give me that banana. Ah! Let me hear it again. Here it is. Ah! <laughs> Amber, you can go with any of those three guesses or you can go, go with yourself. Go ahead. Gosh, I think I'm going to go with Eddie's still with the goat. Oh. I'm going to give you the opportunity to switch it over to a dog. Do you want to go dog? Oh, yeah. Take I it. Forgot. Okay. Yeah, let's go with dog. She went rabbit. Yeah, it's a dog. That's a dog? I think so. I just had eliminated it because she said it earlier, but I forgot. You made her pick and she chose rabbit. Ginger, four years old, is a pug, a dog, oh. and she shrieks like a human oh. instead of barking. And here she is. Wow. All she does is open her mouth when she wants attention, and that's the noise she makes. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hear so you have a bulldog and similar the squish nose. Now I have a context clue. In between the screaming, there's a <laughs> there's a breath and that's how the dogs breathe and it's like <sighs> you hear like a little tiny snort. Well, Amber, we had to cheat to get you there, but <laughs> We got, we, we got there. Congratulations. You win. You're going to win that awesome. $50 marathon gas gift card, and then we'll give you two items of crap from the back, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for listening to the show. Hang on one second, okay? All right. Bobby Bone Show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Eric Church performed the national anthem at the Super Bowl last night, along with artist Jasmine Sullivan. Here's a clip. Brian 
is releasing a deluxe version of his album, Born Here, Live Here, Die Here. It will feature six new songs and drops on April 9th. Thomas Rhett talks about the romantic things he does for his wife, Lauren. My idea of romance obviously is doing romantic things every now and then, whether it's, you know, taking her on a surprise trip somewhere or cooking a nice dinner. But uh, I'm, a, I'm a big believer that everything starts in the morning. So if I can get up and unload the dishwasher or do these certain things, like she notices that kind of thing. And we usually just have a, a better day and a better night. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Chase Sloan has the goal of becoming an oncologist in the future, but he's already saving lives from cancer in a very unique way. He's 16 years old. He's from Cleveland Heights, Ohio. He has written a cookbook, Cakes for Cancer, and he donates money from the sales to cancer research. The teen says the idea for his cookbook came naturally because he's been writing dessert recipes since he was eight years old, and he's donating 75% of the total proceeds to St. Jude and the American Association for Cancer Research. You can buy Cakes for Cancer on Amazon and help support a good cause. Since he was that young cooking, crazy. Yeah, I like that. Not to just crowbar this back in. (laughs) That kids baking championship, you'd be blown away at how good these kids are. I'm also going, are they giving them recipes like off camera? Like ideas? Well, no, because they have a category they have to do. They're like, today we're going to do Italian cookies. Three layer cookies, all different colors. And they're like, oh, I did this four weeks ago. Now this is, (laughs) and I'm like, what do you mean you did? I've never even heard of this. Or some of them specialize in, you know, bun cakes. Or so, bun. Is, I don't know even how to say it. <laughs> There's bunt. a T. Bun, bunt. This is amazing. <laughs> and we're, we haven't even started this season yet of Kids Baking Championship. Oh, man. Wow. So, anyway, good for this kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Pasco County, Florida. 4.20 a.m., this 22-year-old dude's been out doing his thing. He's like, man, I need to get home. So he calls 911 and says, hey, I need a ride home. They send an officer, and the officer's like, look, I'll get you a taxi, but I'm not going to give you a ride because it's not an emergency. He goes, I don't have money for a taxi. So he starts walking, walks about half a mile, calls 911 again, goes, I still need a ride home. So the police officer came back and took him to jail. His new home. Oh, well, yes. Well, he'll be there for a little bit. His temporary home. Man, Pasco County, that reminds me of Live PD, and I miss Live PD. Yeah, I never watched it. It's so good. And they, they had deputies in Pasco County. They would go there every single weekend. But with Live PD, it was literally live. Literally yeah, live. Literally so live. sometimes there was nothing. Right. Uh, yeah, a traffic stop. And then they would oh, just still, though, you're like, oh, what's going to happen? There was always something, so it was cool. Great show. All right, there you go. Thanks, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. I'm very excited to announce that someone on the show has gone back to school. And I think when someone is trying to further their education or is trying to make themselves better, I think it's fantastic. It's fantastic for them. It's an example for all of us. Do you guys know who it is? No. No. Uh-uh. It is hmm, Lunchbox. Yeah, folks. What up? Look at this. He's back in school. Uh, yeah. You what's, guys don't know about this? What's no. the trick? What's happening? Well, what do you no, mean? No. Like, he's short three hours in college and has been for since he was 22, so. Is that what it is? No. Oh. <laughs> See, I knew it. Oh. What is happening? Please let the, 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 the group here know what you did. Uh, so, guys, I have signed up for acting classes. That is right. 
to be or not to be. I am going to be a thespian. Jake Owen came on this show and told me I was a terrible actor, and I think I'm pretty good. And I have dreams of being on the screen, your television or the big screen. And so I said, if I'm going to accomplish this goal, I got to go to acting school. So I signed up for acting classes. How? So I found, I did my research, looked at a couple places, and this one right now is online due to COVID. But so like right now we are getting scripts, like different TV shows, and we are assigned parts. And once, I think it's once a week or once every other week, we will be uh, doing live reads of these TV shows. Is it called Juilliard? No, it's like, uh, what is it called? Carnegie Mellon? Mellon? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. So you went on, did you pay money? Yeah, I paid a little bit of money. And how many times a week do you take a class? Uh, it's Well, it, they give you the script. It's like once a week or once every other week, depending on what you want to sign up for. No, but when do you actually learn, though? Not just no, no, no. Well, well, right now we're doing the read, so that way the teacher can see us in action and then is going to give feedback on how we did on our roles and things like that and what we can improve on. How much do you pay for this? You're going to write it down here. We don't like talking money like, here. No, why? No, no. He's uh, shifting his papers. Okay. Let's what? see here. Oh my oh, wow. gosh! Wow. And how many he... how many table reads is that of The Simpsons? No, wait. Some could be The Simpsons, yeah. but it's different ones. I mean, it's not the same show every week. It's different. That way, you get a variety of characters and a variety of roles. How many How many sessions? I believe that? that's uh, three months. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. oh yeah. So, what show? Did they give you your show yet? Yeah, the first show I'm doing is Justified. Did you get one of the big characters? No. Is I guess that a kids show? No. no. Oh, okay. It's like an outlaw show, but I am someone in that show, and I, I have a small role, I think maybe because I'm new to the class and they don't want to you know, burden me with a big role right off the bat, but we'll see. Maybe I'll work my way up. What character are you playing? Well, I'm actually playing two in the same episode. Okay. I'm playing Bobby, and I'm playing Dewey. And what do those characters do? Well, my, my scene for Bobby is like there's a – a uh, church bus that it's really it uses to run opiates, opiates, whatever you call it. Opiates, opiates. <laughs> opiates. Okay, hold on. Opiate. Hold on. Hold on a second. Let me pull out some money here. I want to be on All the right. Zoom so Lunch bad. Lunchbox. <laughs> I have one. Well, luckily, I'm going to give you one shot. Opiates. Okay. Opiates. Okay, hold on. Hold on. This upset. Stop talking. This is the game we play. I'm, I have real cash here, but I'm laying in front of me. If you, you have one shot to say the word right, and if you do say it right, you get that $20. Trying to think when they do little commercials. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna count you down. <sighs> Five, four, three, two, one. Opiates. Opi- opiates. Opioids. Would it, would Dang it, it. Would have been the word. Opiates, opiates is a thing, but opioids. What he's looking for. Yeah. So Bobby <laughs> is on this church bus and he's really smuggling op- opioids, mm-hmm. and someone robs the bus and Bobby gets killed. I mean, I get. I only have like four lines, and then boom, I get shot in the back of the head. Mm. Do you have any other lines with you? Oh, uh, hold on. It's four lines. You haven't memorized those uh, yet? Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm asleep on the bus. Okay, okay. sleeping right now. Go ahead. Why are we stopped? <laughs> Sit down. J- hold it. Boom. I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Three lines. Well, so then okay. what does Dewey do? Well, Dewey's later in the the, the, uh, the episode. <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm all for it. I love you trying to grow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean that's a small role, but dude, I get capped from someone from comes outside the bus and hits me. And and what what kind of character is Dewey? Uh Dewey is a 
He's part of a family. They're kind of uh, his brother's the sheriff, but he's kind of a bad family. And his mom runs a corner store, but they really run drugs. And Dewey's an idiot. He's got he's hurt. He limps. Kind of. Oh, lunch is limping for us. Yeah, yeah, he's got a bad leg because he got hurt in high school uh, playing baseball. And he's a real he's a he's a screw up really. So what's his line? I don't have his lines in front of me. I haven't I haven't memorized those yet. Okay. I, I, we I, didn't memorize the other ones really either. <laughs> no, I did. Yeah. Eddie, is, that, is no, there you, any lines on my screen? Nothing. No lines. No lines on my screen. Dang. I just did it. Okay, well, keep us keep us in the loop. I will. It's awesome. Uh, right? I yeah. love it. Like, yeah. it's funny when he plays characters. <laughs> see Eddie laughing again. Oh, no, 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 no. I cannot wait to see you on the big screen. Dude. I can't I'm wait until you get a, your first role. Thank you. Well, I got it. It's Bobby. Okay, but that's not Zoom. And do it. Oh. Okay. We could do that in this room. Well, okay. There he is. And you could charge him. <laughs> uh, three. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I didn't mean to say that number. Whoa, there we go. There he is. Let's rock there, everybody. There he is. Scene. All right. I've got five words on a piece of paper. I'm going to hold it up. Can Lunchbox pronounce it? That's the game. If he can, he wins $5 for every word he gets right. Wow. Okay. Okay. So we'll be able to hear the words. He can't. He has no headphones on. Play the first word, Raymundo. Acai. Okay. Lunchbox, I'm holding it up. Play one more time, please. Acai. You're seeing the word. How would you pronounce that? I know this one. Go ahead. I know this one. There's a smoothie shop by my house. I used to get the bowls. Akai bowls. <laughs> so, but I need you to say the word like you would say Akai. It. Acai. It doesn't sound the same to me, right? No. no. <laughs> the word is acai. Oh, well, they don't correct me at the smoothie shop. Because <laughs> probably a lot of people do it. I also used to call it an Akai bowl. <laughs> but okay, number two. Can you pronounce Oh, yeah, I know that one. Let me play it for everybody. Mischievous. Okay. Mischievous. Can you pronounce that? Yeah, you want to know that one? Yeah. Mischievous. That, that, that's that, how, but that's not the answer. But not. that's how I say it. I didn't say that. It's mis- mischievous. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I say mischievous. It's got to be the way this person Yeah, that's right? got to be the rule. Yeah, yeah Mis- this is the official pronunciation. Wow. Mischievous. Wow. Okay. Leaving money on the table, man. Yeah. I'm learning Three more shots too. here. Oh, uh, this one's hard. Raymundo, play this one. Niche, also American, niche. Ooh. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. One more time. Niche, also American, niche. Man, it almost looks a little Spanish. Nietzsche. Nietzsche, is that right? Why would you think that was Spanish? Just asking. I don't know. The E on the end kind of throwing me off. It just seems like Nietzsche. Like you do the E. What do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. What do you think a Nietzsche is? <laughs> Some kind of an animal? Yeah, the wild Nietzsche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could be a rare animal that I've never heard of or seen. Maybe it's in Africa. From, or Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Spanish. The, your options would have been niche. Oh. Or what was the other one they offered? Niche. Nietzsche. Also American, niche. 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 That's niche what throws niche. me off as I hear oh. people say it why differently. They, see, okay, why have the E then if it's just niche? Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Niche. Okay. Yeah, it's stupid, man. I didn't talk to the person who created the word. No, it is stupid. Do you know what a niche is? Um, it's like a small... Oh, a sm- it's, a, it's a small segment. Yeah, right. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I didn't know that's how it's spelled, though. Next up, as Lunchbox tries to pronounce words... Affidavit. Oh, I know that one. All right. Yeah. Affidavit. Like what? Court word. Okay, go ahead. Affidavit. <laughs> again? Affidavit. Affidavit. Hold on, hold on. We got two of these things. Um, let me hear the clip again. Affidavit. Say it. Affidavit. 
Oh, we can't. Oh, we can't. Do you we can't. see it, though? Are you Look seeing at the, the last word? letter. Yeah, it's an affidavit. <laughs> Spell it. A-F-F-I-D-A-V-I-T. But how do you, that's how you say it, affidavit. Huh. It's spelled with a T at the end. Say it. Yeah, but the last one was spelled with an E on the end, but you don't say the E. So, what, I mean, what am I supposed to do? If there's no, no D, point. you're putting in a D. There's no D. It's, you call it an affidavit? That's what it's called. <laughs> that's what the lady just said. And that's what she said in her well, ear. How much money does he have? Zero dollars. <laughs> how would you have said that? You would say affidavit. I'd say affidavit. That's what I just said. No. I said, <laughs> I, it, it, what I said. And you're reading it, so I thought you would even say it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, we can't. No, because I've right? seen the word and I call it an affidavit. <laughs> <laughs> like when you go to court, you got to get an affidavit, right? Isn't that a court word? I don't know what it means. Affidavit. What is an affidavit? It's like a document, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Court word. I'm oh. sorry, we can't give that one. To Dang, you. man, this is. Struggle. But this one's worth ten dollars. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, let's go. Let's step up the game. He may get this one though because he knows it. Do you, Ray, Let play it see. real quick. Worcestershire. He's not getting that. You don't think so? No way. No, because even, I, I mean, I, I never I, say I, I it, I can right? see the words of the paper and oh. I know what it is. Okay, here you go. Ray, play it again, please. Worcestershire. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Walk this one out. Oh, uh, well, W-O-R-C-E-S-T-E-R-S-I-R-E. It's, it's a sauce. Yeah. I call it Worcester sauce. <laughs> Worcester. <laughs> Worcester sauce. Worcester. But there's no H, though. Dang. Worcestershire. Worcester. Worcestershire. Is that right? No, no, no. We're doing our own thing. Oh, you're, the doing audience. Thing. <laughs> you're working it out. We're, we're, we're doing it. But there's no H. I've always called it Worcester sauce. Worcestershire. 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 No, that's not Worcester. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. <laughs> Worcestershire. And it's not, is it Worcestershire? No, I don't even know what I said at the beginning now because I'm trying to send it out too much. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. <laughs> okay, so we have to go to an answer now. You've had some time to spend with it. Oh, boy. Your, your final answer is Worcester. Worcestershire. Worcester. Worcester sauce. Worcestershire. Yeah. Um, it is Worcestershire. Worcestershire? Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I say Worcestershire. I say Worcester. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I do. Let's not act like we're all perfect here. No, I say that one wrong. I've said I think I would have said a couple of those wrong. Worcestershire. Yeah. That's yeah. I think how I would have said it. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Or I would have been like, pass me the sauce. <laughs> that one. With the paper Dang, around it. Man. Lunchbox, I'm sorry you made no cash today. Uh, but I learned some new words. Affidavit. <laughs> Affidavit. That's right. Akai boy. No, what is it called? Acai. Acai bowl. bowl. Acai bowl. Acai. Acai. No, no. Acai. Acai. Hey, but he learned a few words, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lunchbox, thank you. Right. Kelsey Ballerini in studio coming up in a little bit. Here's the question for you. When's the best time to have a deep conversation with your spouse? You guys think about that. The best time. I don't know if I figured that out yet, but I'll think... No, I'm going to ask you in like five seconds. I'm just giving you a second to think about it. Right. I'm saying I don't know if I figured out what best time of day. Okay. <laughs> Everybody say it on the count of three because I don't want anyone to steal anyone's answer. One, two, three. Nine in my head. Okay. I have no idea what anyone said. <laughs> I would have said at dinner at night because we'll usually have dinner at the table, us two. Most of the time my phone's away. Sometimes it's not. But 
we can usually bond pretty well then. I guess that's whether you have kids or not, because mm-hmm. to me that wouldn't work. Yeah. Okay, you? Uh, Saturday morning over coffee <laughs> when, no- yeah. when nobody else can talk. Right before bed. So that way you're just like, okay, <gasps> glad, glad we got that out of the way. Good night. <laughs> Laying in bed. How do you yeah. sleep, guys? <laughs> like with my eyes closed. I just go like, oh, let's have us talk. Roll over. Good night. They say the best time is at brunch. Late morning is when the brain is best able to process important life decisions. Mm. I don't have brunch with her. No, I don't either. Well, I was closest. Monday. <laughs> you were asking Amy. for you guys. Whoa. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So I have a list of the top five best country songs about dance. Is I Hope You Dance on there? No, it's not. Leanne Womack, I Hope You Dance, that's the greatest weird. country song with the word dance in the title that's not The Dance from yeah. Garth Brooks. Wow. Okay, is, is Garth Brooks The Dance on there? Actually, that's number one. Okay. Our lives are better left in chance. I could have missed the pain. Okay. In at number five, Footloose, Blake Shelton. Not a gotta cut loose. Is that about dancing? It, well, well, yeah, because yes. it's from the movie. I asked Blake about this song once. I was like, is it okay that Footloose is my favorite song of yours? Because <laughs> it's, it's a else's. cover. Yeah. yeah, and I was just kind of kidding. And he's like, heck yeah, man. Okay, Footloose. I love that. That doesn't feel four. like it's a country song. I know Blake's singing it, but mm-hmm. I, I have trouble with that one. Next. I love this one. Life's a Dance, John Michael yeah. Montgomery. Yeah. You learn as you go. Sometimes you leave. Turn it up. Sometimes you fall. It is up. That's as loud as it can possibly be. Sorry, my ears. Life's a dance. You learn as you go. Okay. Okay, another good one. Josh Turner, Why Don't We Just Dance? Yeah. However, if I'm re-ranking this list, the one before this was better. Life's a dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably, I, I don't know what's going to beat that at number two, but hit me with it. Boot scoot and boogie broken done. Come on. This to me feels like a line dance. Okay, which is the dance. I know. But this is about <laughs> doing the boot scoot is and boogie. It? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, back. We're gonna boogie. Yeah, this is number two. I'm good with that. I settle. And then, like we said, number one was the dance by Garth Brooks. And I do have an honorable mention because I love this one. The fact that Footloose is in over. I hope you dance. This is the biggest pile of crap. (laughs) What? Also, honorable mention because at number six, George Strait. I just want to dance with you. I just want to dance with you. This is better than Footloose. I agree. Footloose. And you do need the I hope you dance in there. Yeah. Did that make, even make the top 10 or do you have the top 10? I don't have that. All right. All right. What else you got over there? I just want to dance with you. Okay. Well, social media can now predict your breakup three months before it happens. Ooh. A new study was done that found that social media posts uh, start to include self-focused words like I, me, mine as you start thinking about things more analytically instead of emotionally. You go from we to I. Also, it probably knows you're not posting as many pictures of the person person you used to post pictures with. There's facial recognition. Yeah, what else? All over the place. Um, We are going to spend $165 on Valentine's Day, the average person that is. So if you're like, oh man, that's a lot. I got to figure out a way to save money. Well, Dave Ramsey put out three simple tips. First, you need to go through and cancel automatic subscriptions and memberships that you're not really using. I did that. 
I didn't realize it was so easy to do into the app store. Yes. And I was like, oh, look at this. I can't believe I'm still paying for this. Although I think I probably still have a tanning membership somewhere in Austin from like 13 <laughs> years ago. And look. So it was like $12. <laughs> yeah, you can get it. rid of that. Yeah. So, and Dave, I, I don't know if this part, I guess, is legal, but he says if you do have subscriptions you want to keep, think about sharing memberships with family and friends is a way to save money within what's allowed, I guess. Also, he says buy generic. Hands down, the easiest way to save money is to give name brands the boot and just go generic. It's the same thing. And then in at number three, he says cut ties with cable. But here's the deal. I cut ties with cable, but then now I have bought every streaming service under the sun. Are you paying more now for all the streamings? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm okay with it <laughs> because they're all so good. We're trying so hard to order out, order in less. Oh, yeah. Delivery. It's so less. easy. Yeah, whatever it is. It's so easy to go. I'm going to do Postmates or Uber Eats. If it's like, oh, we don't have enough groceries here. Let's just order. We just got in a bad habit. We yeah. had that talk last week, and she was like, I think we're spending too much money. on." And I was like, I completely agree. We look back. Because, you know, it just starts to trickle in. Yep. You know, you're spending 30 bucks here, 30 bucks there. Next thing you know, you're like, that's a lot of 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're trying to do is we know we're not going to go cold turkey, by the way. But we can do a better job. Even so. if you do the option on Postmates where you pick up, like you can go ahead and place the order, but then you get in the car yourself and go get it, and that'll yeah. save you the delivery fee. That's a lot of work. I just need to buy groceries. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> right, Amy, is that it? Yes. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So it's kind of a bummer that this married couple of 63 years, the husband, Frank, who's 92, and his wife, Terry, that's 86, got coronavirus at the same time. That is a bummer. Yeah, because they're in the hospital and they're treating them in separate rooms. Well, when one of their kids told the nurses, hey, normally they're pretty inseparable, like this is hard on them, two of the nurses, Kim and Hannah, shout out, they decided to arrange a little dinner date for the couple in the hospital. So... Yes, they're still there for COVID. They kept everything safe, but they put them together. They were able to eat together and hold hands and share the evening. That probably meant a ton to them. Oh, for sure. I remember Caitlin's grandfather, when he was in the hospital, nobody could come near him for days and days and days. He's just there on machines with nothing going on. How lonely must that be? That's terrible. Good for them. Good for those nurses. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I want to ask the other people here on the show, because Amy and I were talking about her. her daughter came to you and said, hey, mom, can these animals have a baby? Tell them. Oh, yeah. Hey, mom, can if we get a cat, can Car, our dog, and the cat have a baby together? Is oh, there boy. any chance that a dog and a cat can have a baby together? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you asking, like, seriously? No, I mean, I'm asking I, what your answer would be. Because <laughs> I, yes, I really think so. Okay. Everybody, keep your answer. And Amy started to question it herself. Yeah, initially, I reacted with, no, that's impossible. And then I started thinking, I don't know. So the next thing you know, I'm over on Google searching up something I never have searched before. (laughs) Can dogs and cats have a baby together? Okay. Can they? Is it, not are they doing it all the time, but is it possible? Lunchbox. Yes. Why? I, I... I just feel like other animals can do it. Like, if different types of dogs can do it, there's some dogs that look like cats, like little wiener dogs. They look like a cat, so why can't... No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) They look like dogs. (laughs) Yeah, they don't look like... Okay, like a horse and a donkey? Yes. Oh, well... They're both horses. I know. Well, you get a mule, right? (laughs) Yes. That's what I'm saying. That's that's right. It's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. They do have hybrids, but they're they're already very similar. Okay, Eddie, can a dog and a cat have a baby? No, no chance. Guys, these are all kind of the same... 
Uh, they're this, of the same whatever thing. That oh, they dogs are. and cats aren't like the they DNA. Are not. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. They cannot have babies. What babies. about a deer and an elephant? <laughs> no. Have you ever seen one? Oh well, people have Google things like elephant. that. <laughs> I no, found it all on Google. The answer is no. Right. Oh. right. I mean, what did you find on Google? From what I concluded, and yeah. I'm not an expert, but I did do a, a thorough search, and yeah, it's not scientifically possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw some article from like China about these puppies. That's because they're well, cloning people. Listen, they're doing weird true. stuff to them. Puppies is where you mix a kitten and a puppy. Cuppy. But, and I saw pictures, but I don't have, I had no, no way to prove that that article was real. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There are a lot of weird stories. Here's one. Cat gives birth to a chihuahua. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's cool. (laughs) See, it's a hoax. You can't believe everything you see online. I do. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Lunchbox. Sorry about that. Would you have bet money on that? Ooh, yeah, I'd probably be giving you 10 bucks. I would have bet. Dang, I should have took that. Uh, Let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What language do pigs speak? What language do pigs speak? Swine language. <laughs> what language does Amy speak? Oh, we don't know. Boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Get it? Swine language. Well, that's why we yeah. didn't understand. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, you know what? S's and W's sometimes throw me, mm-hmm. even into other words. Okay. Swine language. Jacob in Louisiana is on the phone right now. Hey, Jacob, what's going on? So, uh, I was just calling. I heard y'all were doing the St. Jude thing, and uh, my little nephew is actually at uh, St. Jude right now. My little brother is... Uh, He's a drummer that hubs out of Nashville. He's a phenomenal drummer that goes around and, you know, with different people and and does stuff and whatnot. And, uh, you know, when COVID hit, obviously they had a setback. And then, uh, you know, a few months later, their son got diagnosed with uh, leukemia. And uh, he's, he's doing well. But uh, I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for anything like that. I just was super hoping that I could, like, just get a shout-out, man, from Bobby. He listens to that show every morning. Uh, when when he can uh, on his way to school a little bit, and he knows who y'all are, and I just thought it'd be pretty cool to uh, to get a shout out for him. His name's Cruz Michael, and uh, we're from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Um, uh, that's that's really about it, man. That's all I kind of wanted to do. Just you know, give a little if if, if if Bobby or any of them, Teddy or Lunchbox could just give a shout out for Cruz, man. He knows who all of them are. I mean. It, It'd just be really cool. That's all. Well, I think we can do that. By the way, you're talking to Bobby right now. This, hey, man. It's me, Bobby. Okay, cool, man. What's yeah. up, Bobby? Hey, man. Um, so hey, man. We, we can do this. Cruz, okay. keep fighting the fight, bud. We are proud of you. We know you're going through a lot. But on the other side of this, it's going to be awesome. Candy, friends. Yes. And you're going to be stronger because of it. And you're going to be able to help so many people. So, Cruz, we are here with you. Keep fighting the fight. Eddie? Shout out, Cruz. We're with you, bud. Um, man, I'm so happy to give you a shout out. So I hope you hear this and just know that uh, we're here for you, bud, anytime you need us. Lunchbox? Uh, Cruz Michael, keep kicking butt. And like Bobby said, candy, candy, and more candy when you get done with this. And uh, yeah, dude, just keep being awesome and, you know, keep your head up and keep smiling, dude. Hey, Jacob, he can have candy, though, right? Because we're not like giving <laughs> him a false yeah. expectation. No, okay. He, he loves it. All right. I tell you what, once he gets <laughs> out of there, we will send him the biggest basket of candy. Yeah. You call us. That sounds awesome. You call okay. me when he gets out and you give me his address. I'm going to send him so much candy. His parents are going to be like, Cruz, we got to chill out. <laughs> hey, Amy, what do you want to say? Oh, I just want to, oh, yeah, no, it's okay. Just, Cruz, we're sending you all the hugs, and like Bobby said, I mean, this is going to make you stronger and 
stuff you're facing right now as a child, I hate that for you, but you'll be able to help others once you're on the other side of it. And it's going to be pretty cool to see you do that. So check in with us. If you get this message, let us know. All right, Jacob. Yeah, he will. It's going to be a long process with uh, the type of chemo we had. And then they had to shut him down and start because he got a bacterial fungal infection. And then he had to build his immune system back up so that they could put him on antibiotics to kill that. And then now he's back on the chemo treatment. So it's going to be a little bit longer and stretched out than they thought it would. But he's a good kid. So. Well, we're rooting for you, Cruz. Jacob, we appreciate the call. And, you know, I have worked. Appreciate y'all, man. Worked with St. Jude for years and years and years. And it's the, they're the best. If you got to be one place and you're going through that, that is the place you want to be. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, hit us back when he's out. We'll, we'll send him some. I mean, this dentist is going to reach out to us going, <laughs> hey. What's wrong with you guys? We'll get candy companies. <laughs> Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Kelsey Ballerini. Kelsey, how are you? I'm good. It's, it's good really to, good to see you. Good to see you, too. I was watching, maybe it's your Instagram, and you went into your closet, <laughs> and you have so many shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's so many shoes. So many shoes. Do you buy all those shoes? I don't. Okay. I don't. Uh, I like. I keep them from like music videos or like red carpets or tour or whatever. I get to keep them all. So um, if someone gives you shoes, yeah, do you mostly get to keep them or do you have to send them back if they're really fancy? If they're really fancy, normally I send them back or I'm like, I have to have these shoes and then I, I see if I can buy them. What about jewelry? Do you ever get loaned jewelry? I'm not a jewelry person actually, which is funny because I, I have some on right now, but this is like five dollars from Claire's like I'm not a jewelry person the only actual jewelry I wear is my my wedding ring even for award shows you're not like I need the five million dollar diamond no I also don't like the idea of being responsible for that amount of money on my body (laughs) um so yeah no I'm not I'm not into that well let me ask you this because this is my concern do you ever post pictures of your closet per se okay and go man somebody could be mapping out my house and they've they've created this and they can come in and rob. I'm scared to oh death God. of that. Oh, well, now. now I'm well, going to start thinking is. that. Well, it's interesting because we just moved from an apartment to a house. So that adjustment, like the first month or so, hearing like something in the backyard, it's just the wind, but I'm used to the interstate, you know? So every little thing has been, it's taken getting, getting used to it for sure. But now I'm going to start thinking about people knowing where I live. So well, I didn't mean to plant that seed. <laughs> how is the dog? How's Dibs with the house? He's good. I, I didn't realize how much poor like little puppy anxiety he had from he, he hates dogs he got attacked at a dog park when he was like a little puppy so all the dogs in the hallway to get down to the ground where he like could use the bathroom it was just he was anxious all the time and I felt so bad so he's he's a happy boy now I will say though last night he woke us up at like 1 a.m like sounded like something was terribly wrong he found himself in the mirror at 1 a.m mm. For real. Yeah. We turned on the lights and he was like tail tucked, hackles up, just like looking at himself in the mirror. And Morgan and I were like, this dog has lost his mind. My so. dog does that too. And he doesn't even get it. He still does it. Like the eighth time, he still thinks. Yeah, I'm like. There's something in the mirror. Sweet Morgan like got on the ground with him, touched the mirror with him, touched his face, then touched the mirror. I was like, I'm going back to sleep. This is too much. <laughs> I saw where Morgan, Morgan Evans, your husband, was in his comments and people thought that he was Morgan Wallen. It happens all the time. People have said it to his face. They're like, hey man, I love your new record or whatever. And he's just like, he just, he rolls with it. He's so easy going. Kelsey Ballerini is here and we're going to get to Hole in the Bottle in a second which a uh, big week for the song going number yeah. one, which is great. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks, thanks. Um, and so we'll get to that part of your life, but you, they sent me a note and said, Hey, Kelsey's coming in. Do you want her to play anything? And I was like, well, why don't we kind of walk through <laughs> okay. the career of Kelsey Ballerini, which it all started with love me like you mean it. Yeah. 
which feels like forever ages ago. I know, I know. We were like touring together back back in that day. Before you were even tour I just remember sitting in the parking garage with you. Mm-hmm. You weren't even didn't have an artist deal yet. You were no. writing. Yep, you're right. And I know. It was like I got this song. And then boom, it's just crazy to think here you are now the superstar that you are and we were literally sitting under a tent in the parking garage going, dang. Six years ago. Yeah. Like five and a half, maybe. Does it feel like that's flown by or or does it feel like that's just forever ago? It's both. It depends on the day. I will say this whole last year, I think I've had obviously more time to reflect than I have since I started. And so I think it's it's starting to kind of sink in what's what's happened. Because before I was just like, I'm going to keep my head down and keep going until someone tells me to stop, you know, or or it just stops itself. And so, yeah, I think having this last year to kind of you know, put my head up and look around and be like, wow, this is not what it was like six years ago. This is crazy. And especially now having another song kind of do what it's doing. It's, it's, it's really exciting. Okay. Give me a little, I don't need the whole thing of love me like you mean it. I I wish I had some exciting story about this song. I was signed as a songwriter. I was 19 and I was just trying to figure out what I was doing and like how to get a record deal. And um, I was writing kind of like the dibs kind of songs at the time. And um, I was writing like three times a day. And at this particular day, I'd already done two sessions. It was at night. And um, me and my songwriter friends just ordered pizza into the publishing house I was at at the time. And um, and we wrote Love Me Like You Mean It. And immediately I was like, it's hooky. I really like this. It's kind of that fun, flirty, poppy feel too. And um, and then it, it ended up being the song that kind of got me the record deal and solidified a sound that... Um, that I'm still trying to, you know, make happen. All right, here we go. Kelsey Ballerini, everybody. All right. Oh, hey, boy with your hat back. Mm, I kind of like that. If you want to walk my way. I'ma shoot you straight up, show me what you're made of I don't have time to waste on the boys that are playing the games Leaving the girls crying out in the rain So tell me, baby, do you got what it takes? If you're gonna hold me, hold me like I'm leaving If you're gonna kiss me, kiss me like you need it Baby, if you're not, you best get to leaving If you're gonna love me, love me like you mean it Talk, you better walk it. You wanna keep me, keep me like you lost it. You're gonna say and make me believe it. If you're gonna love me, boy, love me like you mean it. Yeah. And takes down memory lane right there. Come on. Kelsey Ballerini's here. You know, you're talking about being a teenager. like Gabby Barrett's kind of going through this now. You know, who I, I was working with her when she was 17 on American Idol, That's and now she, she has a massive hit. But what do you say to someone like Gabby who's like, all right, I'm 19, I got a hit. Like, what, what in the world do I do now? I keep your head down. I mean, I, I was, I, I always say like the greatest gift I had was naivety. And it was, you know, I didn't know that it was more difficult for females. I didn't know that, you know, being on an independent label or, or being younger or any of that made it harder. Um, I just kept my head down and worked really, really hard and, um, did as many shows as I could and wrote as many songs as I could and just hoped that it would last. And I think that was like the greatest gift in the world for me. I, I saw on your Instagram, at least for a while, are your comments still disabled? Yeah. Why? 
I'm, I'm super sensitive and I think that's a good thing. And I think for a long time I was reading all the comments and I would obviously like love the good ones, but I would find the bad ones and then they would just like hurt my feelings. Mm. And I, I didn't want to get to a point where I was not posting and not sharing my life. Cause I, I really like to be that person that's an oversharer. I think it's relatable and girls need to see that. And so, yeah, I was like, it's either me not sharing or me sharing and not caring about what people say. And so I just turned them off for a while. Uh, I commend you for that. Thanks. And I'm, I'm not, you know, you're not going to believe this or not, but I've never been a girl, right? I, yeah. I know. <laughs> what? But I, I watch what Kayla, my fiance, goes through. Yeah, it's brutal. People are so mean to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About yeah. her appearance, her mm-hmm. body, about just anything where she disabled hers. And then she said, you know what? I can actually just let my f- people I follow comment. So there's an option. Where, yeah. which And now she's gone. There's also a way that you can, you already know this, but I'm just talking about, because it's a struggle that I've never seen because I've never been a woman. Mm. Again, hard to believe. <laughs> yeah, but guys go through this too. Yeah, but me, I'm like, shut up. Right. You guys don't get as much about your I don't get body. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't get body shame yeah. that much. Um, it, but there's a way to also eliminate certain words from your Instagram. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where she went through and was like, because people call her the same stuff over and over again. Mm. So she went through and... It was a weird. Keywords in. It weird. was a weird time for us too to pick all the words people say about yeah. her and go like, put this in there, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Put gold digger in there, you know, because people hit her, and it's not fair. It's not fair. Smart girl, master's degree, got her own. Jo- yep. Everything's rocking, but people are not fair. Yep. But when I saw you did that, I was like, good for Kelsey Thanks. because I know that had to be tough to do because you're also going to get pushback on doing that. Yeah. Yeah, it just is what it is. It's a personal decision, you know. And I, I don't know. I think, again, this last year we've had all this time to kind of marinate with our own feelings and what we need and what we want and all that stuff. And I'm just like, I, I think boundaries are healthy, and that's a new boundary I have for myself. You know the song I really like of yours is I Hate Love Songs? I love that you picked yeah. this song. It's uh, so random that you picked this song. And it's even when I was thinking, I was like, what are my favorite songs from Kelsey? And I have a lot of them because your sound has definitely gotten more mature as you've gotten Sure. Well, more mature, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But I really liked the song because I felt like it, even on that record, it was it was a bit different. Yeah, it was a waltz. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, I, I really like to kind of zigzag with singles and um, coming off of Legends, which kind of felt like classic and almost like cinematic. I wanted to I wanted to try something that felt different. And that was I hate love songs. It was a waltz. And then I knew we were going to pivot to Miss Me More after. So I, I don't know. I, I like kind of just showing the full spectrum of the album that I've made with the singles that we choose. And this one was definitely a, a choice that I'm, I'm really proud of. I'm going to have you play just a, a yes. verse and a chorus. This, but I'm going to get up and waltz while she's playing it. To actually <laughs> literally do the waltz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Practice for your wedding. All right. Here is uh, Kelsey Ballerini. <laughs> I hate Shakespeare and Gosling and cakes with white frosting Two names and a heart-shaped tattoo I think Cupid is stupid and violets are purple, not blue I hate kitchen bouquets, the honeymoon face And letterman jackets don't fit your eyes can't hold stars and you die if your heart really skipped. I hate love songs. Yeah, I really do. I hate love songs, but I love you. I love 
There she is. Kelsey Ballerini. (laughs) On the Bobby Bones Show now. Kelsey Ballerini. I tried to watch some Bridgerton. Yep. Caitlin liked it. She watched it. I I couldn't get into it. And I know Netflix said it was the biggest show they've ever had. And I can do chick flick type shows. Yeah. I just struggle with Bridgerton. Yeah. I mean, I normally don't get into like period pieces. And so I I was kind of turned off by the idea of it. And it took me a couple episodes to get in. But all my friends, I'm on a group chat with all my girlfriends and they were like, dude, stick with it. And I was like, okay, but I did not make Morgan try it because I feel like he would have felt the same as you. Just not into it. So we stopped me trying on that show. Now we watch Kids Baking Championships. No. Which is the greatest show I've ever seen. You ever watched that show? I haven't. I haven't. But I have a new absolute infatuation in the kitchen. Like, I love cooking and baking and stuff. So, that's a good one to try. If a kid can do it, maybe I can. No, these kids are amazing. Okay. Yeah, it's well, not then, even if a kid can do case, it. In that case, I'm yeah. going to stick to singing. It's like watching like an 11 year old that goes to Harvard. And you're like, well, if he can go to Harvard, I can. Yeah. No, no. Some people are just different, <laughs> yeah. even at 11 years old. Yeah. Uh, Kelsey Ballerini's here. This week, Hole in the Bottle is going for number one, yeah. which we're rooting for. We're going to help it, obviously. We're going to get there in a second. I know you guys are playing some songs for us. How about a little uh, of Homecoming Queen? And kind of set that up for me. Uh, yeah. Well, this was, like I was saying earlier, I love to zigzag with singles. And this kind of felt like the perfect next step after Miss Me More and the perfect first step of this this you know album. Um, I, I really went through this kind of like personal journey of figuring out who I was at 20-something with Kelsey, the album. And I wanted it to feel like when you were listening to it top to bottom, you were on that journey with me. And it was vulnerable and it was super honest and it was awkward. And I wanted to share all of that. And Homecoming was the first song that kind of made me go down that path. And um, it's my favorite single I've ever released, to be honest with you. Wow. Do you know what I like about that answer? Is that most artists will come in and go, you know what? This single I put out just now is my favorite and my most personal. It's okay to have one of your <laughs> totally. earlier ones be that. And this wasn't my biggest hit at all, you know? But it's just, it's a, it was important to me and it was the right song at the right time for me, so. This didn't go number one? No, it went, wow. like, I think it went 17. Let me look at your number ones. Miss Me More. Yeah. Love Me Like You Mean It. Yeah. Dibs. Yep. Peter Pan. Yes. Legends. Yes. You know what? I would have lost money on that. Because really? that song, not only is it the song that I know, but even just the question mark on the backside of it, it is yeah. so memorable. <laughs> I, I sent you a mug. Did you get it? Oh, it's the best mug ever. Do you have it? Yes, because when you put hot coffee in it, you see Kelsey Ballerini. She yeah. shows up. It's, it's just like, a question it's a mark. But I mug. see that whenever I wipe my window down, she's outside the house yeah, usually looking in. And yeah. She shows up. Wait, yeah. but how do you say, because that's been the thing, like if we play it on Women <laughs> of Heart Country, I'm always, no. every time I read it and then I see the question mark, I'm like, here's Kelsey Ballerini. Homecoming queen? queen? <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't help but go up, so... It's, However you want to say it is fine. It's okay. like Anchorman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's hear a little bit of Homecoming Queen from Kelsey Ballerini. All right. Hey, Homecoming Queen. Why do you lie when somebody's mean? Where do you hide? Do people assume you're always all right? Been so good at smiling. Most of your life Look damn good in the dress Zipping up the mess Dancing with your best foot forward Does it get hard to have to play the part? Nobody's feeling sorry for you But what if I told you the world wouldn't end If you started showing what's under your skin what if you let them all in on the lie? 
Even the homecoming queen cries Yeah, what if I told you the sky wouldn't fall If you lost your composure, said to hell with it all Not everything pretty sparkles and shines And even the homecoming queen cries Nice. Kelsey Ballerini, live in studio. Well, thanks. where do I go from here? In that you said, uh, was healthy your word of the year? Yeah. Healthy. What did that mean to you? Oh, God. All of the things. I feel like last year I was just kind of like whatever to get in the name of getting through it, you know? So I was just like driving through Chick-fil-A a a couple times a week and probably drinking too much wine and... Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I want to hold myself accountable. I want to be able to like feel great and live the life that I want to live, and um, that's like mentally and physically and all that. So I'm just taking care of myself. Do you remember the last crowd you played to? I think it was CRS for like Amazon last um, year. Last, it was, it was, last year, CR, yeah. Oh, it might have even been before CRS. Um, yeah, so it was like an industry crowd for, and it was the first time I played Hole in the Bottle. It wasn't released yet, and um, it was the last time I also played Hole in the Bottle <laughs> to the people. So isn't that crazy? <laughs> womp, womp, but yeah. it's almost time, you know. We're starting to kind of rev the I know, engines I feel, a little bit. I feel that. I feel that. It's starting to feel like we'll figure it out this year. So fingers crossed. I'm I'm ready when it's safe. Well, so obviously I'm getting married this summer. I expect you and Morgan to be there. You'll Ooh, get, you'll get yes. the invitation, all that, but. With the band, what songs should they know so when you get up there to play during the reception, you're ready to go? Well, it's funny. Like, with Hole in the Bottle, it was the last song I made, wrote for the record. And like I was saying earlier, I wanted this whole record to be, like, very emotional and, like, oh, she's growing up, like you were saying. And then we wrote Hole in the Bottle as a drunken joke and listened to it back, and I was like, this is the song to round out the album. This is the song for the live show. Like, I put it on the album to play it live. Like, that was the whole point of it. And then... Last year, it just seemed like the perfect song, and, and even now, obviously, just because people still need an escape. They need to laugh. They need to feel light and happy, and this is like escapism in a song form. But I put it on the record to, to play it live. So. so, again, back to the question. My wedding band, if they learn Hole in the Bottle, this is the song you want to get up <laughs> at the reception and sing I'm not a big love songs person, a la I hate love songs. So, yeah, yeah I feel like this is what I can contribute. Okay, mark that down. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll bring you sparkling grape juice. <laughs> right. Here it is. This week, this song is going for number one. Yes. Here is Kelsey Ballerini with Hole in the Bottle. It's Reed's favorite guitar part to play. So don't blame me I swear I just came here To unwind and have one drain The way it looks Ain't what you think This cabernet has a way Of vanishing on me There's a hole In the bottle Leaking all this wine It's already empty It ain't even supper time Honey, no, I don't miss him In fact, it slipped my mind There's a Ask me where it's going, but I can't even find the hole in the bottle of wine. Cheers. Nice. There it is. Yeah. 
When you ask Shania to be on the song, do you do oh, it? Man. Or are you so nervous you have somebody do it in case she wants to say no? Every collaboration that's ever happened, it was me reaching out. I remember you I said that like, about Kenny Chesney. You yes. reached out? Yeah, yeah. I, I texted him. I have no business ever texting Kenny Chesney. <laughs> but I just had like a, you know, I went on a whim. I was like, let's do it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like unless you feel like you can personally reach out, it's probably not the right collaboration. So. And you texted her. And how long until you got the bubble back? Did you see the bubble? Or? What's crazy about Shania, I haven't told this story yet, but early in quarantine, she emailed me and she was like, hey, I'm working on a project. I want to do something together. Let's just let's send stuff back and forth until we find something. And so for like three or four months, she would send me a chorus. I would send her a chorus that I wrote. And we just kind of be like, that's not quite it. But like, let's keep digging and let's find something. And it wasn't until we shot the video for Hole in the Bottle, a lot of the outfits I tried to kind of tip my hat to Shania, like the man I feel like a woman and all that kind of stuff. So I watched the video back and I was like, wait a second, this song, it, it's her vibe anyway. It's like, you know, fun and kitschy. Like I just text or I emailed her and I was like, what about this? It's already out. I kind of, you know, tribute you in the video. Are you down? She was like, yeah. And we've, we've had lots of wine together, Shania and I, so it made sense. So here's what I heard in that story. Great story, but I heard you told Shania, man, that's not it. That's what I heard. <laughs> that she sent you something and yeah. you said, nah, Shania, that ain't it. I'm really trying. I'm re- I did. But she did too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I get her. She did. That's I Shania. Mean, I know. It's Shania. I was but like Howard Stern. I'm like, nah, that ain't it. Stern. It's the cool part because we respect each other and that's why it's such a fun collaboration. Yeah. No, that's cool. I'm just but She is the time. queen of all queens though. Yeah. Listen, good to see you. I'm proud good of you. Good to see you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, tell, tell your lovely husband, Morgan, I said hello. I will. Uh, Reed, great job. Why don't you play us out with just that guitar part, a hole in the bottle? All right, everybody. Kelsey yeah. Ball Radio, everybody. Yeah. We're out of here. Could he come do that every day live? Doesn't it just make you want to laugh? Anytime, yeah. Go to Broadway, go to Legends. I don't know. Come on. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Nine-year-old Elijah Mays has been in foster homes since 2013. That's 2,700 days. Well, he had the last family he's been with. It's been five years. And finally, after all these pandemic delays and everything, he's finally getting adopted. Everyone's so happy. They had a celebration in the courtroom. The governor came, the governor of Oklahoma. So it's a big deal. And one big deal when you do get adopted is you can change your name. He wanted to keep Elijah. He wanted to keep Mays. But his middle name, he changed it to Stark. Because he's a big Marvel fan and Tony Stark. Oh, I changed it to a Marvel man. <laughs> oh, yes. I love that. So it's so cool. I love this story. After five years with this family, he finally gets adopted. But honestly, man, it, it, this this story kind of worries me because I'm in this situation. I've had foster kids for two years now. And I don't want to wait three more years to adopt these guys. So I've seen this kind of is like bittersweet for me. But good for him. He finally has a home and he's like part of a family now. It's great. Yeah, two years feels like it's been an eternity, huh? Yeah, it really has. Five years. I mean, pandemic aside, that's three and a half years, no pandemic. I know, I know. And, and, and you know, this is light at the end of the tunnel. You know, that uh, for sure we feel like that we're going to eventually adopt our two kids. I mean, like Elijah here finally got adopted, but man, the wait is really hard for everyone. Us, the kids, everyone involved. It took five years for Amy to get her kids. I know. When she adopted them. Yeah, I mean, it's a process for sure. I I'm proud of Eddie just sticking it out, showing up every day for those kids, and that's all you got to do. And, yeah, we're praying for that. Yes, thank you. That I'll take that. And what superhero will they be named after? <laughs> <laughs> I said how I was thinking. And then what are they going to change their name to? Right, who knows? We'll see. We'll have that conversation when it comes. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening? Good morning. 
You guys can hit us up if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. 877-77-BOBBY. Would love to take your calls. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had fun watching the Super Bowl last night. Let's do the news. Bobby's Big Story. Well, the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Congratulations to them. And what a game it was if you were a Bucks fan. If you're a Chiefs fan, not so much. But listen, the Chiefs have a lot of good years ahead of them. It was just the Bucks and Tom Brady's night last night as they win 31-9. Wasn't even close. Because of the blowout, even the end of the game wasn't that exciting. Here's the end of the game call. Well, Tom Brady has fought off Patrick Mahomes and is going to get his seventh Super Bowl victory. Tom Brady has been voted MVP of the Super Bowl for a record fifth time. Won his first Super Bowl at 24. He's won his seventh at 43. Wow. He has now won more Super Bowls than any NFL team. Here he is after winning his seventh last night, simply saying what it takes. It's been an amazing year. Just really proud of all the guys, proud of all the coaches, the effort we put in. We knew we were playing a great football team tonight, and we got the job done. You want to get this far, you got to get the job done, and we did it. Pretty cool. Even if you don't love Tom Brady, you got to love what Tom Brady's done. And in life, maybe you get to see one athlete like this in your life. You know, Mickey Mantle, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. Like, there's been five or six. That's it. And you'll be telling your grandkids about this. So don't be such a hater. (laughs) Like, I'm not a guy who grew up in an area that had Tom Brady. I'm not from New England, but I started like the Patriots because they weren't my team, but I could always respect them winning. And then you're like, dang, how do you not root at least alongside someone who dedicates his life to something? It doesn't have to be a guy in football. But this time it happened to be. He's the greatest. I fought for Peyton Manning forever. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> After a couple years ago, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and, and uh, check out of this one. During last night's Super Bowl, a streaker wearing a bra, a guy, ran onto the field. Here's Kevin Harlan calling the run just as though it were a live play. Here's a clip. Someone has run on the field. Some guy with a bra. And now he's not being chased. He's running down the middle of the 40. Arms in the air and a victory salute. <laughs> He's pulling down his pants. Put up your pants, my man. Pull up those pants. He's being chased to the 30. He breaks a tackle from a security guard. The 20, down the middle, the 10, the 5. He slides at the 1, and they converge on him at the goal line. Pull up your pants, take off the bra, and be a man. The crazy thing was, he juked one of those security guys hard, and they hit it. the other guy, the guys doing the TV that we were watching, were like, well, this is the best run we've seen all night. But they wouldn't show it because they don't show a streaker yeah. because they don't want other people doing it. The great thing about the internet is you always get to see it eventually. Right, eventually. So, And then you know what? He went down at the one on purpose. He needed about one more yard, though, for me to really feel like he scored that touchdown because I think they would have called him down at the one. But that, that happened. That's funny. Uh, the weekend did the halftime show last night. Here's a clip of him performing Blinding Lights. So a few things stuck out to me. One, the audio wasn't great. It was hard to hear. It sounded like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, you would have, you'd think that they would have the audio better. Two, once people were complaining like crazy just about the performance in general, which wasn't fair, they were like, who is this guy? He's one of the top five most streamed <laughs> artists of the past 10 years. Yeah. Period. So if you don't know him, it's just because you don't want to know him. Mm. I mean, he's the ma- most massive pop thing, except for maybe Drake and Taylor Swift. 
lately a push from Ariana Grande. But really, he's consistently been the biggest thing. Um, and again, they always chase pop because that's the biggest umbrella. People are going, dang, why don't they get Dan and Shay? We love Dan and Shay, and although they have started to cross over a bit, unless you're a massive pop group, you're not hitting all the places the Super Bowl usually hits. And when they would put country artists on usually in the past, it's with other kind of, it's, it's a whole, you know, grab bag of artists. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was fine for what it was. But here's the reason that Super Bowl halftime shows aren't as amazing as they used to be. Because we have them doing amazing things all the time. We get to see it constantly. We're seeing the Grammys, people come out and do three-person switch-ups, crossovers, cover songs. We're seeing on social media people. So it's just harder now to impress us. Unless they invent something where they come through our screen and get in our living room and dance for us. <laughs> we're not going to be like, ooh, that was amazing. Just because our expectations are lifted. And also, back in the day, we would think it was so amazing. Look at Prince. Because Prince never came out of his, his room. Now everybody that's big is out all the time for the most part. So we got to temper our expectations a little bit. We're not going to be blown away. I would think that a 15-year-old kid right now is going, why are you guys so buttered about the Super Bowl? It's never good. Or it's always fine. We just come from the... And, hey, old folks, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Listen up. It ain't the same anymore. We come from the era of when that was the big show. It's not anymore. It's cool. It's fine. But it's not the thing that everybody's going to talk about for a week, regardless. And it's always going to be like, um, man, I just didn't live up to the hype. Never going to live up to the hype. It's like prom. Or New Year's Eve. <laughs> They're good. Mm -hmm. But they never quite live up to it. Um, and even then, it was still fine. Right? I'm not a big weekend guy. But man, just one hit after another. I was like, oh, I know that one too. Dang. Yeah. I was like, how many songs are you going to play that I know? About six into it, I was like, that's a good one too. <laughs> but there were some audio issues. And what I didn't realize, it was a whole, it was an art show. It was like, each stage of that show was him showing how Hollywood has taken him, gobbled him up, and at the end, swallowed him up. Oh, oh I did not catch it went that. Through, oh. It went through every part of it. Like, huh. here he is, the young guy on top of the world, issues, at the end, all the, the plastic surgery. And by the end of it, it swallows him up, and that's what it represented. Wow. Okay. I Sorry, you're going to fill me in. I mean, I saw the little guys in the masks, and so that was the plastic surgery. Mm -hmm. What did he have done? Well, he used to wear that on his face all the time. Oh, I didn't know that. So. Okay. But anyway, it was much bigger, too. People were like, what are they doing standing there? Okay, I'm not fighting for him because I didn't enjoy it that much either. I okay. thought it was fine. It's all right. But just people hating on it. Uh, I was like, why? Every year, this is what Twitter's all about. People hating on the halftime show. I'll tell you what was good was Jasmine Sullivan and Eric Church doing the national anthem. Oh, yes. so good. I was worried at first. I was like, oh, man, I don't know if it, it was so freaking mm -hmm. good. Here's a clip of the national anthem last night. And if you bet that Brave would last over six seconds, you won money last night. <laughs> that was a bet. And they held up Brave for like nine seconds. Yeah, I saw a tweet that at least one chief killed it last night. Oh, nice. <laughs> Eric Chief. Again, and at first I was like, oh boy, they're going to they're gonna hate on Eric. Because he was just playing guitar, singing at standard. And I don't like any of our, our, our country friends to take heat because they're just looking to smash us. Even if it's, even if it's just good, they're going to be like, nah, it wasn't that good. Yeah. They're just looking to knock us down. However, about... 10, 15 words, and I was like, all right, he's got it. And then when she came in, I was like, oh, together, this sounds amazing. It was great. 
Really one of the finer national anthems. Um, and then her did America the Beautiful with a guitar. She's so good. It was so good. Gosh, man. It was so good. It's so good. The, the weird thing was, it, since it wasn't the national anthem, people behind her didn't feel like they needed to respect it as much. So they got their beer <laughs> waving in the camera. They're, da- they're grinding to it just to get on TV. Saw that. And I didn't go, well, that's completely disrespectful. And I laughed a little bit, but I was like, what's that? During that song, like, what's the protocol? Mm-hmm. I would just stand there and be respectful, but the, it's not like the national anthem where don't move. Right. Hold your hand on your heart or salute, you know, depending on... But man, this Florida woman had a beer in her hand <laughs> and was grinding right behind right behind her because she knew she was on camera. Um, but yeah, did you end up betting on the game last night? So, you know, I was all about Tom Brady. That's mm-hmm. who I said was going to win. Okay. So I'm sure I would have t- won a ton of money, but I forgot to enter it into my app. What? So you got on the app, you put $25 in, I told you who to bet, and you (laughs) forgot? Yeah, like I'm just not, it's betting is not at the top of my list of things to do, and so in the DraftKings app, it's like at the, on the fourth page on my phone, so I didn't like see it, and I didn't remember, and I'm watching the game, and I'm like, shoot, I forgot to bet, and at that point, it's too late, right? No. Oh, really? You can bet through the game. Oh, okay. Well, I the only bet I was going to make was that Tom Brady was going to win. The, the Bucks were going to win. Yes. Yeah, when you would have won money. I would have. I know. What about you? Yeah. I'm I, sure you bet a, you I bet did. Tom Brady and you won, I'm sure. I bet the Bucks a good amount, which I said on the show. I bet Tom Brady won the MVP, which was good, and he did. I bet he would throw three touchdowns or more, which he did. I bet someone would score at least two touchdowns, didn't matter who, but Gronkowski did. The only thing that I lost was the coin flip. Because I bet tails at the beginning of the game, and then I also bet uh, Rob Gronkowski would score would have sixty nine yards because that's he's like me, he's immature, <laughs> and he had sixty seven yards. Oh, so close. Yeah, but that being said, I did really well last night. Sounds. But like if the it. Bucks would have lost, I would have lost everything. I kind of just put it all in there. But if you go to DraftKings and you you bet on any games at all, college basketball now the code is. Bones. bones. I was telling somebody online it was Bobby. No, it's Bones. I know. I was telling somebody, and Eddie, go, Eddie tweets underneath me, that ain't it. <laughs> I think it's Bones. So it's Bones. <laughs> um, overall, a fair Super Bowl experience. Yeah. Fair. You wish the game would have been better if you weren't a fan of either one of them. I'm, for me, great, because I love to see anybody excel at a level we've not seen before. Because I think that is generational, and we're able to see that. Because there were a lot of people that were Michael Jordan haters back in the day that go, yeah, he was the greatest of all time. Because mm-hmm. I saw it with my own eyes. You know they were haters back in the day. When he won his, he, he three-peated for the second time, you know, like, he man, he's overrated. He just got a good team around him. And now they're like, yeah, I saw that. I saw it. I can tell you right now, Michael Jordan's best. People are going to do that with Tom Brady. So slurp it in, folks. Yeah. Oh, man, my heart still hurts for Patrick Mahomes. That was hard to see. I don't really know much about football, but there was every time I would look up, because I was, you know, eating food and talking to my daughter because she doesn't really understand football either. And every time I would look up, he's like running around trying to like find somebody to throw the ball to before he's about to get sacked. They said he scrambled for over 400 yards last night. Poor guy. Like I just felt so bad for him. Don't feel bad for him. He's not the biggest contract in the history. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, we did the math. He makes a hundred. Well, don't. I'm just going to. A hundred and twenty three thousand dollars a day or something. Nice. 
He's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's about to have a kid. He's already won a Super Bowl. He's not even 25 years. He's going to be all right. He's, he's doing good. He's <laughs> okay. doing good. All right, that's what's up. That's our Super Bowl news recap take. Hope you guys had a had a fun time last night. I'll tell you a little, a little bit about my weekend. We go over to um, Estersville, Iowa to shoot Breaking Bobby Bones. Upcoming show, TV show I'm doing. I knew it was going to be cold. We have a lot of listeners in Iowa. Love them to death. But they were like, is it a little too cold to come here now? And I was like, are you kidding me? I can take it. Amy, I get there in the daytime. It's negative three on the ground. Oh, yeah. It's snow. At one point on the ground, it was negative seven. I took a picture of it, posted Crazy. it. Crazy. Unbelievable. And so my job was to go up in a wind turbine about 250 feet in the air. You have to climb a ladder, by the way, to get all the way up there, which itself, exhausting. It's straight up. It's not like you're leaning against a house and you're going on an incline mm. for eight feet. Are you hooked up to something? Well, yeah, because if you fall, you're dead. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> you're hooked, no, you're hooked up where you're having to lift hooks and hook the oh, wow. hook it ahead of you. Okay. And then you climb, and you take that hook, and you hook Oof. another one. So you're not just hooked to something, and nothing pulls you up. So, so yes, yeah, so you don't die, but not for assistance up the ladder. Gotcha. So I climb the ladder. I'm exhausted. Then I have to crawl out on top of it, and the wind is... It's negative 22 oh up there. Oh, my goodness. I'm on top of this thing. First of all, I hate heights. It's negative 22. The wind's blowing. I have to crawl across it and fall into another hole and work on the inside, like the blades of the wind turbine. I was scared. I was cold. I lost feeling in my fingers and my toes. I had every piece of heat. I have all those heating, you know, like heating bags. Mm -hmm, The ones you smash them. Oh, brutal. I've never been that cold in my life. My, almost all of my extremities, except for a winky, was frozen. (laughs) Like to the point where I couldn't feel them. I had on three pair of underwear, three pair of thermal pants, and then my pants. Oh, my gosh. And it still really wasn't warm. How could you move? It was yeah. tough. You're like the Michelin man? <laughs> it yeah. was t- oh, yeah. I look like, because Caitlin took a picture. There's a guy, I think, in one of those cartoons, Monsters, Inc. He's like a, he's, he's a huge upper body, but a really small lower body. He's okay. a human. Okay. Um, who is it? Mike Wazowski. No, that's a cartoon. This guy's like a human. Mm-hmm. But anyway... It is, I look stupid, but I was warm for the most part, <laughs> um, from nipples to waist. Except for your yeah. extremities. It's crazy, though, and so we did it. I can't wait for you to see the show and if I've actually passed the test or not. Right now in Estrasville, Iowa, it's negative nine. Gosh. But I have never experienced cold like that before. And up in the wind when it was negative 20 or so, and it was blowing on, and you're just like, oh. If I did that, it was tough. It was tough. I, I want to say this. Every weekend I go out and I do these dumb things for this show. I used to watch this show called Idiot Abroad, which kind of inspired the show for me. Because Ricky Gervais would send this guy off to different parts of the world, and he had no idea what he was doing, and you just watch him be an idiot. <laughs> a bit of that is what launched this show in my mind, because like, I created the show. I was like, I want to go do things that make me completely uncomfortable. And I want to meet really cool people that have great stories. That's where I take kind of my life. And I go, I want to find people who have come up a bit like I've come up. Had a struggle, but I've said... This ain't a struggle. Let me get through this and inspire others. And so I do that. Well, and I think, too, they, well, so far what I've seen, they have really cool jobs that I've never even heard of. Well, some of them are jobs. Some of them are hobbies. Some of, It's mostly about the person. Um, some of them are um, just great skills. So it's not always about jobs. Yeah. But so I go and I do this, but I come back every weekend. I'm like, why am I doing this? You're like, oh, yeah, it was my idea. Yeah. And I get up there and I get mad and I'm irritated. And I'm like, this is stupid. I'm scared for three days straight. And I'm like, why? 
And then I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I got an angel and a devil on each shoulder. <laughs> exactly. And the angel's going, hey, idiot, you created this. It's your fault. Just, That's why we're here. Why couldn't I have created a show called, like, World's Best Wi-Fi, <laughs> where I go around and test people's Wi-Fi in place. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is good. I think I'm going to do, do a little serving in, on this site. We wouldn't really be interested in uh, watching that, oh, probably. No, but just completely scared for three days, and then I finally come home, and I'm just emotionally exhausted. But good, I can't wait. We get to announce tomorrow when the show debuts and everything. So pretty pumped about that. But I did that this weekend, and I'm back, and I'm warm. I do think, honest to God, I'm not exaggerating, I think I've lost uh, feeling in my fingertips. Really? Forever. Or at least Whoa. it's been since Saturday since I've been able to feel them. So I have no feeling in my fingertips, and I wonder if that's permanent. Dang. It's like frostbite. Watch, I'm a, couldn't even feel me lick them. <laughs> but yeah, that's a thing. But that those wind turbine guys, man, give it up, because they are awesome. Okay, let's see. Let me talk about my two dogs for a second. I get a couple stories here. When we first adopted Eller, who was named after, Caitlin named her after Aunt Eller in the movie Oklahoma. We, she was a, a street puppy. We didn't know much about her. She, she's a lot younger than we were told. I, think, I don't think they knew yet. But we started taking her to the vet, and they're like, no, she's not quite as old as you think. And at first, she was having a real hard time with not just biting all the time, protecting Kind of got that shaking from her. Well, now Stanley's like, all right, he just zeroes in on her and just boom, rams her. Not often, but enough to where we're like, we can't have these, these two dogs are not living well together. So it's gone from Eller at first, and now it's just Stanley being like a punk. Not not mean, but just a punk. And so we're just, we, don't, we don't know what to do with these two dogs that, that don't get along. We need someone to either come and show us what to do or we need them to take them for a few weeks and put them together and make sure. I don't know. But it's all we do at home. You guys think twins are hard? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm not even comparing it to a baby. But I'm just saying it's all we have to We have to like move them from room to room in different places. We're kind of take one to this room. Okay, move this one over here. We'll let them play for like 10 minutes. Four times out of five, they're great and Stanley doesn't care. But if there's anything involved, a bone, food, or Stanley just gets like, eh, let's just see what happens. We're just like, dude, you got to chill out. But yeah, I mean, you need a healthier environment for them and y'all. I mean, for you and Caitlin, that's, that's They a have lot. the healthiest environment. No, but for them to get out whatever's going on, I don't know how to fix it. Like you said, somebody take them and put them in a room for a few weeks. <laughs> Let them battle it out. I, well, I that's it. Right now, Stanley's going to win. <laughs> yeah. Eller, who's a husky, who's going to grow, is going to be way bigger than he is height-wise, and it's not always going to happen, but she's... Four and a half, five months old right now. <laughs> Sounds like my kids. It's just we we don't know what to do. I was I DM'd a couple dog people last night. Nobody responds to me on uh, direct message. Wish I could find who I who I sent the message to. They probably think you're fake. The doggy llama. No, oh. I sent it to um, a, a dog account. Let's see here. Caesar Milan. That's what I was thinking. Is that him? <laughs> hey man, you mind whispering uh, socially <laughs> through here? I went to. Eh, I thought I had the account. I didn't. But I'm like, hey, what can I do with these dogs and whatever? That, that's that's the issue at home right now. Well, you know what happened that one time? I got a cat that didn't get along with my dog. I'm not taking the dog back. I'm not re -gift, I'm not rehoming the dog. Good, because that was the worst feeling ever. You don't want to have to go through that. I told Caitlin, I was like, we're not rehoming this dog. We're we're going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out one way or the other. I still think about that cat. <laughs> like I miss her. I wonder where she is. What happened to her? She's probably a lawyer now. <laughs> <laughs> She probably met somebody way better than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
saw the story about a guy who was wearing AirPods to sleep and then ended up swallowing one of them. Oh. Yes. Which <laughs> could happen to me so easily. You wear them to sleep? Sometimes. I need some sort of stimulation not to fall asleep, but to somewhat stop my anxiety. Mm. You know, for me growing up, I never had a bedroom. We were, we were pretty poor my whole life. And so I never had a bedroom. I had to sleep on the couch in the living room. And underneath the couch was my closet for the clothes that I had. But with that being said, the TV was always on in the living room. So I learned how to sleep with the TV on. Then it became I had to sleep with the TV on. And so now at times I can fall asleep with it off, but it's tough. And I, my mind starts to go play. I start to hear things. And with people having broken in my house, me being jumped, like I always, a little bit of PTSD in those situations start creeping back in. And so I need something. So I'll stick headphones on or AirPods. And there are times I wake up and the AirPods are missing. <laughs> I'm checking every hole, my mouth, you know, I'm, I'm, I got, but I get it. The guy swallowed one in his x-ray. It showed it in his stomach. Crazy. Yeah, but he didn't even know. It's not like he woke up and was like, oh, there's something in my throat. I think he woke up, shoveled snow for about an hour, then went inside to get a drink of water. And when he drank the water, it wouldn't go down. And it's because the air was like I thought, stuck. I thought you were going to say he was hearing music. Like, like <laughs> Out from? of his stomach? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy. I take fiber pills that are that size now. Wow. I've been trying to find a new fiber pill, and the ones I have now, <laughs> tough to get down. Mm. And they're chalky. Ugh. And we need like a capsule on these things. Like, a, You know how Advil has that capsule? They just... <laughs> yeah, the These fiber pills are the opposite of that. They have like thorns on the outside of it. <laughs> not even sure what they are right now. Um, but yeah, I saw that story... I was reading some of the Morgan Wallen stuff over the weekend, and people now feel a little more safe to come out and talk about it. Listen, when something like that happens, and you want to be someone out talking about it immediately, then you're just going to get a lot. You're going to get punched a lot. I did. I got punched a lot for coming out early uh, from both sides. Here's the weird thing about being sensible is that since you're not on either polar side, both sides punch you in the face. It's almost like that with politics with me, too. And I come out and be like, hey, guys, it doesn't have to be exactly over here, over here. What if there's a little bit of this, a little bit of that? And then I soon realize there's no use even saying that because you have people on both sides that hate you now because you don't agree with them. Same thing with the Morgan Wallen stuff. And I come on and I go, do not cancel him. And I go, yeah, he probably needs to go away for a little bit. Learn, but don't cancel him. Well, the people that want to cancel him are like, you're an idiot. Well, the people that are like, let him go are like, I can't believe you told me he needs to go away and learn. You're an idiot. And I was like, dear God, I... <laughs> Why am I being penalized for being the only person that is somewhat sensible? Well, now other people are kind of coming out going, hey, let's not write the guy off, but there is a lot of work to be done. But I'm telling you, for a few days, I didn't want to look at my phone. I didn't want to, pull, I didn't want to hit my Instagram tags, TikTok. It's brutal. But love to see now that people are going, okay. It doesn't have to be either you go away and never come back or nothing needs to change because that's what it felt like for a while. But his, uh, his sister came out, said, hey, he's not a bad dude. Yeah, he's got some stuff to work on. Let's, let's get him some help. And I was like, great, let's go. Let's, let's encourage this because I don't think anybody should be, unless you're touching a kid or murdering somebody, like there's only a few things that you should be canceled mm -hmm. for. There's a few other things I didn't list there, so don't say, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you didn't say kidnapping. <laughs> only those two? Yeah, uh, no, not only those two, but there's there's the level. No, there's definitely a list. <laughs> yes, and it's, but we got to stop canceling folks just because they do something dumb. If I had been canceled every time I had done something dumb in the past, getting oh. sued, getting fined a million dollars, they wouldn't be here. But do you know what you did do in those moments? 
that that stuff happened? Made fun of myself? No, you learned from it and you grew. Oh yeah. Like it's a it's a I learned from it and grew because people took took pity on me and said, "Hey, we think you're better than this." You have some growing to do. We're going to trust in you that you are going to go and make this right. And I think that's what's going to happen with Morgan Wallen. I do. And I think eventually, listen, I don't pick the music. That day I hit Scoob and I was like, hey, let's not play it today. Let's let's figure out where we're going to be on this. But I don't pick the music. I'm not a music programmer. They're going to come back around too eventually. I think some people just need to see substantial growth. And I hope that I'm still substantially growing. I hope we all are. So, I was just reading a lot about that over the weekend. Were you? Oh, yeah. I tried to stay away from it, but I think sensible is is a good word to use. Oh, no, and no. When, if you are sensible, be prepared. No, but I like that word. And then maybe if you're someone listening right now and you find yourself extremely to one side of this, whichever way you're swinging, maybe just take a few deep breaths and then really... Think about it more <laughs> because I feel like if people would just, yeah, use their sensible brain, they'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, this makes sense. And then take a break. Nobody's maybe sensible it, online. And then you can come back. Like we don't have to just write everybody off right away. So that was that was it. Super Bowl, Morgan Wallen. Cold weather. Oh, cold weather. Mm-hmm. I lost mm-hmm. fingertips, still don't have them, which is weird. Which I didn't know till last night, and I was fully back home, and I was like, I still can't feel my fingers. Crazy. All the way. It's like Eddie and COVID. He still doesn't have a smell <laughs> all the way. That's true, yeah. I have finger COVID. Now you know what it's like with your fingers. <laughs> Dang, dude. You have a rough Bad. life happening here. <laughs> I saw that Shania Twain posted this on Instagram, and there was a throwback photo of her, and it said, happy birthday to the woman in me. Play it loud today. Now, if you weren't alive then, grow up, kids. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. You need to be live then. <laughs> Uh, it went on to be our first number one country album. It was her second album, but it was the first one with the majority of songs co-written by her. For example, whose bed have your boots been under? Here you go. Whose bed have your boots been under? It was the first single from the album, which she co-wrote, but it peaked at number 11. Wasn't even a number one. Wow, oh, wow. I didn't know that. Which is crazy. Four number ones off this album. Any Man of Mine. Any Man of Mine. Jam. If you're not in it for love, I'm out of here. Oh, so good. You win my love. You win my love. Come on. People forget the secondary. Oh, yeah. These to me are like my favorite ones. People mostly, when they reference Shania, they, they talk about the big super crossovers. Uh-huh. But if you were a country music fan, these were just as big to you back in the day. And then no one needs to know. No this is the jam. This is my favorite. Right this is my so favorite good. of all of them. Yeah, probably this one more than Who's Better Your Boots Been Under. Oh, yeah, dude. Jam. Um, the Woman in Me, which she co-wrote, peak number 14. It sold 12 million copies worldwide. Anyway. Wow. How old is this? What? I, it just said happy, happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, I guess I didn't do the math. I just went... <laughs> Happy birthday. It's all good. When someone tells me it's their birthday, I don't go, how old though? How old? I just go, happy birthday. (laughs) You don't want to be rude. I do this. Look at you. (laughs) And I try to get them to tell me. Look at you. Uh, The record came out in 1995. Yeah. Carry the one. Yeah. So one. 2005, 15, 20, 
Is that right? No, I don't know. <laughs> Amy. Amy, what's going on? Oh, today I just have some podcast stuff and meetings and therapy and then school pickup. It's all crammed in there. What about you? I have a drug test at 11.15. A drug test? Mm-hmm. Like with your urine? No, Amy. <laughs> with well, his Well, they can do his hair. <laughs> uh, I guess so. Good, good point, doing Amy. Urine. I'm they're saying... Ab- yes, they're doing urine. Well, whatever. But I mean to test for like... <laughs> yes, I know what you meant. Yes. Okay. I have to go drive a big rig, not this weekend, but the next week. Oh. And you got a drug test for you Gotcha. Finish that part of your CDL. So I'm doing that today. I have P- TCA panel media training. What's that? Tomorrow is the big TCA Television Critics Association panel where I go on and talk about the show we've been able to talk about really a lot, Breaking Bobby Bones, when it comes out. We have some of the people that are on the show this season. It's all virtual this year, but I have to get trained for it today. I guess I don't say something stupid. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, got a couple Zoom meetings. Maybe grab some dinner with Caitlin tonight. We've just been on the road so much, and I was like, let's try to go and have some food and just separate ourselves. We're having such issues with the dogs right now that I'm not sure if we can. But that's what's up. Have a great day. We will see you guys on Tuesday's show. Goodbye, friends. Bobby Bones.